You're listening to Open Mind Radio. Open Mind Radio embraces discussion of any interesting, often non-mainstream topics, no matter how crazy or out there they may seem. Whether it's conspiracies, UFOs, or just a great weight loss recipe, we'll discuss it all, but with a very open mind. All views and opinions expressed within this podcast recording must be considered as unqualified personal opinions for entertainment purposes only. The accuracy of any information cannot be guaranteed and at no point should be construed as advice in any shape or form. To read the full disclaimer for this podcast, please go to openmindsradio.com forward slash disclaimer. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Rick. My name is John. And we are what essentially makes up Open Minds Radio. Uh, we're available at openmindsradio.com. And what we're hoping to do here is put together a series of podcasts which will be discussing, well, everything and anything that's, uh, you know, interesting, uh, that's a little bit perhaps out there. It doesn't matter whether it's UFOs or recipes or whatever. We're kind of, well, just figure it out with an open mind. And you can join in as well. Oh yes, we have contacts. Uh, we have a contact page at openmindsradio.com if you want to get in touch with us. We're always interested in feedback, the stuff that you want to hear about. Obviously, if uh, if we're not talking about what you want to hear about, then let us know and we'll, uh, we'll see if we can change that. So, what are we going to talk about today then, Jan? Well, there's been a very interesting um, topic which has hit some media... It's known as chemtrails. <laughs> the old chemtrails. Mm. Yes, I know this is a bit of a hot topic with you, isn't it? Some people know about them, some people don't. They're called contrails by most people, and they're the trail that an aeroplane leaves behind it up in the atmosphere, known as the condensation from the engines. However, there's been other things said about them, especially the way they seem to last a very long time and seem to spread out. This is quite a well-documented uh, phenomenon, if you look it up on the internet. I know I know the government has uh, put out this document saying that there is a thing called geoengineering, which is where they're intentionally doing stuff. There's this enormous... Are you calling it up there? I'm trying to. All oh, right, are they? The Committee yes. of Science and Technology, US House of Representatives. This is the American one. There is a British one. Ah, geoengineering oh. to the scientific basis and engineering challenges. And we'll put a link up on the... Um... Yes, if you go to openmindsradio.com, click on the link for the uh, latest podcast. We will put all relevant links to this podcast uh, on the website. So, what's it saying then, Jan, about this geoengineering? They're calling it geoengineering, aren't they? They're they're basically saying um, that they're doing it um, to, to to help with weather. That's what it's down to. The weather is the main thing. Um, that they can they can change the weather at will, or they can help us have rain when you know in deserts and places like that. They can help us have uh, a drier area in places that are flooded. However, that's the sales pitch. Uh, yeah, from the ha- However, that doesn't actually happen in real life. <laughs> Hence, I think uh, Britain's just had the wettest summer in a hundred years. 
Yes. Um, yes. And being aware of these chemtrails, I've seen them out there an awful lot. Uh, obviously, through the cloud you can't see them, but every now and then the cloud does clear and you can see they're up there. So you know that they're, uh, they're definitely spraying them. You're thinking, well, why would they want to do that? Why would they want us to have the wettest summer? Now, these are the sort of questions we want answered. Yeah. Oh, I don't really know where the answers come from. So um, I, sh I should point out here that uh, Jan and myself are just two ordinary people. We don't have, um, you know, doctorates or degrees on, on this kind of stuff. We're just two ordinary people in the street who are trying to figure out this stuff and they're kind of finding this stuff out uh, through looking, you know, being made aware of it through uh, the internet and, um, you know, various sources like that. And, uh, it, you know, we are sitting here asking questions, you know, why is this happening? You know, and why is it so covert? Why is there, uh, you know, it seems to be this real cloak and dagger thing going on with, yeah. with, with any kind of, uh, you know, approach to um, officials, you know. Through my research, I've come across um, uh, people that say, or ex-weathermen as well as working weathermen, that say that they can't give you the weather forecast without these chemtrails. They're the ones that are changing them. They're the ones that will predict what's going to happen and how the weather's going to change. And they talk about high pressures and low pressures. However, there's an awful lot more to it. You're only told a few things. And I don't know why. <laughs> I want to know why. I don't know why. I'm asking questions. Another another theory that's come up um, in my research is that they're playing with the Earth and the Earth's atmosphere because they're trying to uh, make an atmosphere on Mars. And okay. by yeah, and by I haven't playing, heard this one. By playing with our atmosphere, <clears throat> they're experimenting to see how they can create an atmosphere on Mars so that they can put people up there and start mining um, all the things that are, you know, all the... Um, Resources and minerals and yeah, things and bring like them that. Yeah, back to Earth. Or could That's... be that they just, you know, the Earth's coming to an end somewhere along the line and they want to move up to... You see, again, I don't know. <laughs> they want to move to Mars. But there's this... Um, it can all be found on the internet if you if you want to look at it. And I'm sure there's other ways of finding out as well. Um, well, one one of the things I heard about it was it was um, because of this so-called um, global warming. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, climate change. Um, what they're what they're doing is they're uh, trying to keep this blanket over the Earth so that the the heat um, is reflected from the sun, because obviously if it's cloudy, it's cooler, and they're kind of keeping the Earth cool. And that's one of the I skip read through the British geoengineering um, PDF file. And because it's massive, and there's a lot of big words in there that I really kind of didn't understand. Um, but the general gist of it seemed to be to me uh, that it was about you know keeping things cool uh, to avoid this so-called global warming, which uh, many will argue is just an excuse to um, <laughs> put taxes up. Yeah, <clears throat> but then we're talking about um, who's doing it. Who's controlling these chemtrails? I mean, there has to be money being ploughed into this. Every time you put an aeroplane up in the sky, mm -hmm. um, somebody has to be financing this. So where so, is the finance coming from? And then you've got to ask, why are they putting finance into this when we have such a, you know, a dead economy at the moment? Mm -hmm. So where is the money coming from? Why isn't it going into hospitals, schools, education, etc., etc.? The money is being ploughed into something none of us are told about, none of us understand, 
Yeah. I know I know the military regu- regularly have billions go missing, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they can't account for and I know there's a recent case um in America where they they had I can't remember the, the actual numbers but they had like a, a huge amount of money. Uh, that disappeared from you're the books. You're talking trillions here. Yeah. You're not talking, you know, a few, a few talking, dollars or whatever. Yes. You're talking trillions yeah, that suddenly talk- just disappear. And you're suddenly thinking, yeah, and, and the bankers are doing well. And But I won't, I won't digress too much. <laughs> <laughs> not in this podcast, anyway. But, um, no, so, um, of course, the other the other question is, um, what are they spraying? Because I know there's a lot of words like... Um, was it be- not barium? Um, aluminium. Aluminium, barium, strontium. And, yeah, strontium is one of them. Um, and these are all like pretty nasty chemicals. But it's not just that. They're also, um, if you look at some of them, they're putting um, viruses into the air. So hence yes. when flu season comes along, where's it come from? <laughs> Has it come I... from the air is another question. Aye. Well, and then, and then, of course, uh, that brings us on to vaccines. But we won't talk about that one on this one. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is, the one thing that gets me, sort of playing devil's advocate here a little bit, is that to in order to orchestrate something like this, there has to be a, an awful lot of people know that you know know what's going on. But are they told what's going on? Because uh, I mean. As far as I know, with big governments, when there's something secret going on, and I only know this because of people in the past that have worked for governments, mm-hmm. they only know their job. They don't know anything else. So it's all they, they, de- they departmentalise com- com- everything. Compartmentalisation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so you do your job, he does his job, she does her job, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nobody knows what the actual outcome of doing your job does so the idea is that there's just a very few people at the top who can see the bigger well, puzzle obviously you've got people that are orchestrating the whole lot otherwise yeah. but i'd um, imagine that's the very, <laughs> there's a very small number of people yeah that are doing that so, so if you, they know who are they well i could bat words around like illuminati and uh build you know, a burger build a, oh, oh you're talking about the the 12 banking families that uh Seem to rule the world at the moment. Yeah, like the um, uh, the Kissingers. And even the royal and family the... have been connected with this. Oh yes, the old um, as David David Ike would say, the lizard people. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm, another. That's another. I'm uh, not quite sure podcast. whether I I completely buy into that. Although we are very shortly going to be tuning in to the uh, the David Ike conference in Wembley, which is going to happen this weekend. Yes. And uh, you're you're actually going there, aren't you? I'm actually going. You're um, physically going. I yeah. I don't travel well, so I decided I'd buy into the the, the live streaming. So essentially, we'll be, both be there. I'll no doubt we'll be texting each other throughout <laughs> the day. Did you hear that? Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That should be good. So that's that's literally in two days' time. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'm going to be sat in front of my uh, big screen TV. I'm going to pipe it into a big screen TV and I'm going to sit there and drink tea all day and just watch this. It's like an eight hour, um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Session. Yeah. It's, it, it starts at uh, 10 o'clock and goes on till about nine, nine o'clock in the evening or something. Yeah. I think there's, there's going to be breaks and music and things as well. Yeah. But he's had a lot of problems with that. A lot of people don't want to associate with him. Really? Yeah. So he's had a lot of people pulling out saying, you can't use that bit of music and you can't use this bit of music. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, he's got a son that plays music, so he should be all right. Yeah, that's true. And his yeah. son doesn't want to get into mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Because, um, as you know, David Icke is a, uh, a very controversial um, figure. I know a lot, a lot of sort of people who only know him from 
that incident back on the Wogan show back in the 80s. I know, and that, that's, um, that's that he's, that's car- he's carried that with him ever since. And yeah. I have to say, he has come on a long way since those days of claiming he was Jesus. <laughs> um, or the Son God, of God, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah he, he, you basically, unfortunately, the nutter element just got so heavily attached to him at that time. But since then, if you've ever listened to some of the recent I, stuff he's I'll done... I'll just say, I think that's why the nutter attachment got... Um, attached to him because it's easy to poo-poo it it's easy to say this man's a nutter don't listen to him and you just keep that going and nobody you know most most people who don't listen to him will just immediately dismiss him yeah if you actually spent a little bit of time listening to some of the stuff he talks about not all of it i must i said some (laughs) (laughs) i said some of the stuff he talks about it is common sense yes very commonsensical and it is um, very true. All you have to do is open your eyes and see what he's saying is actually happening, yeah. is well, actually real. Well, all he's doing is bringing to your attention, in, in a, almost like layman's terms, exactly what the government are doing, you know, sort of behind the scenes, what's going on, what you're not being told about, what, what you're not seeing on the mainstream media. And he does that for a living. So yeah. he, his, his life is built around finding out about this stuff. Um, so he he's not just, you know... just just sitting there and making it up. <laughs> He's actually looking around and finding it and seeing it. He travels a lot. He yeah. goes to different countries. Um, I think he's just completed a tour uh, in Australia, I believe, and New Zealand around there. Um, but, yeah, he, he's spreading the word. And he's trying to make people, dare I use the word, wake up yeah. um, to what's going on in your own world, in front of your own eyes. Well, he's talking, talking about taking your power back. Because a lot of us, whether we like it or not, or whether we realise it or not, are very much living enslaved lives. Yeah. And I'll, I'll concur with that because, you, you know, if you think you're free, walk down the street and smoke a joint in front of a policeman and see just how free you are. Yeah. You know, your personal choice about how you live your life is not you as free as you think it honest, is. To be honest, yeah. I mean, the, the things that have been going on recently, uh, my son's student um, and... Uh, I think it was was not Cameron, the other guy. <laughs> oh, Clegg. <laughs> yeah. Clegg, sorry. Sorry, Clegg, that's the one. Um, who said that, you know, he was going to help students and, you know, help them with their grants and goodness knows what. And then basically, as soon as he got in, said, oh, sorry, made a mistake. Yeah. Not, not going to be doing that anymore. So, of course, the youngsters went down to London and protest, protested. They made, you know, made their point. We're not happy about this. You said you were going to do that. Well, you know, we're we're eighteen. Mm. We all voted for you because you said you'd do it, and now you've gone back on your word. Mm. Um, and they were quite rightly upset. But what happened? Oh, did I hear some stories? <laughs> well, <laughs> My son's down there. He's on the front he, line. Yeah, and he he actually saw the um, policeman starting on people to provoke them, mm-hmm. hit them. Oh, well, that's, they, that's a known tactic. Well, they'll, they'll actually send in yeah. uh, plainclothes cops as provocateurs yeah. in order to get a, get a riot going. I mean, again, there's there's a another thing. Um, the security forces and the army and the police and that they're they're looking for a very specific uh, personality type, yeah. which is almost like borderline psychopathic. You know, have no emotion, cannot uh, relate to right. another cause, yeah. and they're more than happy to employ these types of people because. Yeah. Uh, they're so controllable and they're so able to you know, believe whatever they're told and they will not empathise with the people on the other side. So they can go in and do the dirty work. Yeah. 
uh, without even questioning what they're doing. I've seen, um, well, I've watched people that have taken their own video cameras on this, um, uh, in, was it in New York, I believe, um, where they've got the... Uh, oh, was that the... Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. we're struggling with words today. Uh, the Occupy yeah. movement. Yeah. yeah, and um, there was one guy who was, as it found out, was obviously, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, plainclothes policeman that's right they called him on film didn't they yeah. and he there was a guy running after him yeah. asking all the other officers to, to arrest, arrest him, him for assault yeah and they were just completely blanking him and this guy ended up walking into a, a zone reserved only for only cops for the police and nobody stopped him yeah it was absolutely and when the other guy tried to go in there he wasn't allowed to i'll see if i can dig that uh that video out and i'll yeah. put that as a link to this very video. interesting and this is just this is just ordinary people like you and me um, you know, they're, they're just taking their own cameras because they can't believe what they're seeing. They can't, you know, they sort of hear about these things and then they're actually seeing it mm -hmm. for themselves. Uh, my son, he saw it for himself. He told me the story. Mm. You know, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. He's just an ordinary guy, you know, trying to make his way in life. But and of course, uh, you'll never, ever see this on the six o'clock news. Well, that's, that was the other thing. Um, because there was a, you know, there was all sorts of things that happened. They said that they were writing and kicking windows in and everything and then they broke into one of these buildings and they were throwing things off the, the top of it and everything well apparently um again they said it wasn't even the students doing that the students were all in one area it was like they said oh maybe the kids from you know at three o'clock finished school and decided yeah. to go and join them or whatever there's all sorts of stories going on but yeah. i don't know i mean i i apparently one of the other things which um i personally don't know so obviously it's hearsay uh, the boot that went into one of the windows, apparently somebody had it on film, looked at it and said, looks very much like a policeman's boot there. <laughs> They've actually well. got a certain type that they use. So whether or not it was, I, I, I can't say. But it's definitely pointing that way. I, I should point out a little disclaimer here that uh, <laughs> any anything discussed in this podcast is purely speculation yeah, from we a... Say. We don't know from, for sure. This is an, all hearsay anyway. Uh, yeah, it's all hearsay speculation for entertainment purposes only. Of course. <laughs> Very interesting, um, though. But, uh, yeah, there's certainly... Um, well, again, this is where the internet uh, has come into its own, and it's probably one of the reasons why they, they're, there's a bit of a, a power grab for the internet going on at the moment, because... The mainstream media is becoming less and less popular because the alternative sources of news are now on the internet. And the, those, the alternative sources of news are people like you and me with our video cameras. Yeah. And then we're putting it up on the internet and people are seeing this stuff unedited, raw, as it is. And you'll find that a lot of it won't last very long because YouTube now very, Oh yes, very hot. Or pulling things copyright. down. Copyright. <laughs> oh, there was a, there was a, there was a, you know, a sign of a big international company in the in the background. Oh, we had to pull that. We had to pull that for copyright infringement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Which it's... we know is more because of the content rather than the. <laughs> but the thing copyrights. is, it, I mean, sometimes it's so it's so obviously done because of that. It's almost like they want us to um, know that it's you know it's the way it is. But some people do believe that. That's the thing. Um, I'm probably you do. <laughs> the fact that I don't. <laughs> the fact that what you're seeing, I you know, is it all made up? Seeing is it believing? Yeah. Are you because we because we've been brought up? Well, my generation at least um, has been brought up with the television. Uh -huh. And television to me, I mean, I know a film is obviously actors, and I know the news is not. Uh -huh. 
but I think that's beginning to change. Well, here's the thing. In a way, that can work to your advantage as well. If you've got an entire generation of people that are um, trained through society and through the media to uh, look at you know, any official-looking channel, you know, sort of well-dressed presenter like a newsreader, um, giving out information, then, sh then it's so easy now to emulate that with you know, just YouTube videos where you've yeah. got you know, you can, the green screen technology and everything is, is available to the man on the street now. I use it often myself. Well, I haven't used it for a little while, but I do use it. And I can quite easily make uh, a video where I'm sat in a, in a really official looking news studio and come out with this information. And because you've got this generation that is, um, or several generations that is kind of trained in that way to um, buy into anything that's well presented like that, then that can work um, against the system as well, simply because um, you know if you're putting out their alternative news and information in that way, then you know it's going to give it a little bit of authority, and people are going to and it does possibly buy and into it. Going back to Ike again, <laughs> he did a wonderful um, uh, reconstruction of that <clears throat> when he said, "Right, I'm a newsman." <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea about the world. I just have to report it. Mm -hmm. So I go in, I watch whatever's happening in the Old Bailey. I walk across the road and I tell you. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving any opinions. I'm telling you what I've just seen. But what's happening in there isn't necessarily uh, a good thing or a bad thing. Um, and telling you about it is also an, a kind of edited version. <clears throat> version. It's just his version of it. Mm -hmm. He's just seen it from one point of view. And quite often he's told what point of view to see it from. So then that has to be conveyed to you. So then you see it just from that one point of view. It's Chinese whisper all over again yeah. as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because I know what he says is a lot of the time they don't even they don't even do active journalism anymore. All they do is sit in front of a TV, see what's being bled out of, of you know, whatever channel it is they, they watch. And then they just kind of relay that in their own words. Yeah. Which is complete. You know, that's not journalism. That's just repeating the, the, man, the official mantra. Yeah. Um, you know, again, this is where the internet comes into it because uh, when you've got real people with real cameras fil filming real events, it's just a question of, you know, getting the information uploaded onto the internet, and lots and lots of people can see it. And through seeing it, you make your own opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're you're just watching what the other person has just watched, and quite often, you're very, um, you're very uh, swayed by that person because. Most people <clears throat> think along the lines of, <laughs> um, you know, this isn't right or this is right. You, mm. you will have an opinion this way or that way. Of course, um, talking of opinions brings me down to um, Socrates. Ah. Um, that was a little while ago. <laughs> yes. Well, no, the thing is, one of the things I've concluded, I basically the last, uh, oh, I don't know, the last, several years four three four years i've been on this little bit of a quest that i that i sort of just call my search for life the universe and everything trying to figure out why we're here what it's all about and one of the things i've pretty much concluded along the way is um exactly what socrates said um whereas true wisdom begins by understanding and acknowledging how little we actually know and if you think about it every book read every uh journalistic piece of work that's ever read it's just opinion and for every opinion that out there mm. there is a 
people that will agree with it. <laughs> Sorry, I think just kicking my microphone. <laughs> for every for every opinion, for every view on life, there will be two opposing opinions. You know, there will be those agree, agree with it for it, and those are against it and don't agree with it. And it's there is very little on this earth that we can all agree on, and. In one sense, it's good because it kind of makes the world the most sort of incredibly diverse and sort of wacky place that we live in. But also the idea that we will never agree um, on everything um, is, you know, it, it's it's something we need to factor into the equation. You know, that every piece of information, everything is just its opinion. And it's even if you're trying to base it on fact... I mean, when you boil it down from the philosophical side, you boil it down to, you know, understanding the very nature of our existence. There are, again, so many theories about, the you know, the nature of who we are and what we are. You know, I know like um, David Icke talks about uh, the frequencies. Like, for example, in this room right now, there are um, radio stations, there are TV stations. We can't see them. We can't interact with them because we're not, focused you know we're not tuned in to that level but if you if i've got a radio with me the radio can see the radio stations i can tune it in and what he suggests is that we tune in to different realities but obviously we're fixed into this particular frequency but then it also has an awful lot to do with your life and how it's brought up how you're brought up absolutely i I mean if you're i mean like we see on the television i haven't been there myself but so-called poverty you know, um, and you see these poor people in Africa, wherever, starving, flies all over them, you know, the, everything taken away from them, they have nothing, mm-hmm. refugees, a lot of them. Um, their reality is going to be totally different to someone who's living in England, who yeah. has a car, a house, uh, plenty of money, food in their, you know, fridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, their reality is going to be totally different. That's absolutely true. And <clears throat> and their wants are going to be totally different. I mean, you know, the... the the person in England, <laughs> their dream is to get a bigger car or a bigger yeah. house or, you know, more money. Yeah. As opposed to someone in, you know, let's say the so-called poverty picture that you see on the television, mm. which again, I think is man-made, but I'm not going <laughs> to go with that one. Um, that well, person, it, their dream is obviously to, to have To food. survive. Yeah, yeah. And, to, and, 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 to, and to have their children survive, yeah. See, when you, when you, when you start looking at it in terms like that, you know, you look, you look at all the hunger and the poverty and stuff around the world. It's just, it's so mental that we live... But we don't need... That's the whole problem. I mean, to be honest, I, I just sometimes wish I could throw money away. I, I don't mean <laughs> that I've got it and I want to throw it away. I mean that we didn't have a system of money. Mm. I really do, because it, it, it just... People are people. They have their skills. They have their, you know, what they're good at, what they can do. You have people that like to help, a lot of women. I know, you know, saying sexist, blokes do as well, but Mm. you have a lot of women that want to be carers. They're just naturally, that's what they do. You have a lot of men that want to work and get out there and toil in the fields Mm. or whatever it is they want to do. It's Um, almost like we've all got a role to play, but it's the monetary system that's preventing us from from looking within and finding out what that role is. It's destroyed it. It's destroyed what you are now, just say, a slave to money mm, exactly. and, and to the hours that you have to put in to get your little bit of meagre pay to mm. pay for everything else which has to be paid for. I mean, 
I'm not saying I want to be communist either. Yeah. Where, you know, you're given the house, you're given your ration, you're given whatever. Else. I, that, that's, that's, that has been shown to fall down say, that, as well. That's, that's the problem, isn't it? When you start getting to the realms of isms, yeah. um, then, you know, it, it, it's... Well, the problem with any ism, it tars everybody with the same brush. It doesn't take into account everybody's individuality. Yeah. And so that's why, you know... Kibbutz, that was going to take me back to those <laughs> as well, the Israeli kibbutz, uh, um, where everybody was equal. But it still uh-huh. doesn't always work. I'm not saying that we, you know, we all have to... <clears throat> kin domains. Like kin, kin domains. Oh, tell me that that's, one. That's a little, a little pipe dream of mine. Um, there's a, a Russian author called... Initials A.V. I can't pronounce his name. Right. He wrote this uh, series of books called the Ringing Cedars series, and it was converted into English. There was a load of the essence of it lost in the translation, because when I read the first book, um, it was basically like I was reading the script to a Disney cartoon. Some of it just sounded a bit ridiculous, but the if you kind of read between the lines, you get the essence of it. It's basically about this, this woman called Anastasia, who lives uh, wild in this forest and she lives in total harmony with all the creatures and everything around her and uh, it was fairly fascinating reading and she basically ends up trying to teach this guy how she lives and he wrote this book on her now allegedly it was all true but you know that's a little bit controversial whether it was true or not but what's happened is it became so popular this 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 ringing cedar series of books it inspired people all over the world to start their own kin domains. And it's basically where they just give up everything, you know, that they all their possessions, everything, and they go and live wild in small communities, in forests and places like that, and they start trying to live in harmony with the natural world. And apparently some of these kin domains have turned out to be very, very uh, successful. And, you know, they, they, they really seem to work. Um, <clears throat> of course, the problem is, uh, when you detach from the uh, the outside world, you know you, you don't. If you're if you're living in the kingdom, and you can't really blog about it or anything like that, can you? <laughs> no. So, um, <laughs> information I'd imagine um, is fairly sparse. But from what I have read, um, it is it is quite a, a successful thing. And to be honest, it's something that really appeals to me. Mm. Is 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 forming some sort of a kingdom. Of course, the problem is you can't do that, especially in England. Like every square inch of the of the land is owned, you know. You've still got to have money in order to pay your way. I mean, why have you got to pay to be alive? You know, well, this, is, this, is, this takes you right back, doesn't it, to to the word dot really. I mean, mm. if you go back as far as the Egyptians, you know, there were always slave people that so-called built the pyramids. Mm. You had to have the rulers that wanted them. Mm. Um, therefore, people have always been paid something somewhere along the way and you've always had your your slaves that you know at the bottom of the pile and the the kings at the top of the pile so it's law of the jungle then really it's sort of but i mean um, i would imagine even in what you're talking about you're still going to have i don't know maybe the elders that are more respected than say the newborn baby that's just well yeah (laughs) you're always going to have a hierarchy of some kind you can't get rid of a hierarchy however what i question is the hierarchy that's got us enslaved at the moment mm-hmm. um greed just jumps to mind it's just pure and utter greed yeah but it's, greed is peddled and bred amongst us all it's it's yeah. it's encouraged yeah it's, it's, yeah i mean you go to school it starts it starts right 
well, even before then, because your parents have been brought up that way, yeah. that you've got to look after yourself, you've got to look after number one, and you have to do what is good for you, never mind about the society. Mm. And then when you go to school, you have to do what's good for the group. That's mm -hmm. what the teachers teach you, you know, the whole school, when they blow their whistle, the whole school stops, mm -hmm. even there's only eight teachers there and 150 <laughs> children, yeah. and they will stop there, and it's inbred in you. From that day that you go to school, which is why I hated my children going to school, because yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the change school. in them. <laughs> but you are then bred to do things for the group. Mm. And you have to do it for that group. So you're no longer an individual. No, you lose your individuality. That's right. Um, and this is why I find a lot of middle-aged people are trying to find themselves. Yeah. <laughs> because they lost themselves when they were four years old. Mm. Um, and they just became part of the herd. Yeah, I totally concurred. Well, the whole herd and sheep mentality is all about control, the masses. Yeah. This how a small number of, of people right at the top of the food chain can control all of the us commonly referred to as sheeple. Yeah. Um, but thanks again to the, the internet, the sheeple are starting to, well... Grow, Say, hang grow, on a minute. <laughs> grow, grow sharper teeth. Yeah, but, but then again, I mean... Uh, the things that I've found out with, with um, friends and people that I've spoken to about it have basically said, shut up, don't bother, what's the point, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's, that's <laughs> again, that's the mantra that's being bred yeah. into you and, and fed to you all the time. Yeah. So that you are helpless, you are but a drop are, in the ocean, you exactly. can't make any Get change. Get on with your life, enjoy it, it's short, don't worry. Hmm. Um, okay, I, I must say I don't completely 100% worry. Yeah. My children and children's children are my focal point of my life. I don't spend my life thinking, oh no, the chemtrails mm. are going to get us all, we're all going to die. Yeah. Um, although we might. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually go around thinking that. Um, well, the, you've got to be careful about uh, Whenever you dwell in these, these negative places, you have to be careful about... Uh, getting too well there's a little saying for that one isn't it go on attention goes no oh, en energy, energy flows, flows where attention goes, goes. That's, that's true right. yeah so if you so, feed it too much energy then then you will get depressed and you will get drawn into it and yeah. you'll probably want to you know i don't know get into trouble somewhere along the line but see i'm a solutions guy i like to figure out the ways around it and one of one of the ways i know a lot of people say you know we've got to fight back and we've got to We've got to fight the system, we've got to fight this, and we've got to fight against that and stuff. And I was thinking, well, haven't we been doing that since time began? Aren't we just repeating history? So my personal theory is, again, this is where the kin domain comes into. What you do is you basically st you step out of this paradigm and you start a new paradigm that then becomes the benchmark for others to follow. And that's that's the idea to, of the... Because then, yeah. then again, you see, I mean, it's all about choice. Yeah. It's all about opinions. It's all about um, giving you freedom back because I think our freedom is being etched away. Oh, absolutely! Bit by bit, by well, look, bit look by at all bit. the laws and stuff that yeah, are being that brought in. Passed, I mean, since so-called this nine eleven, and why does anybody call? Um, <laughs> when is it September um, the eleventh? Why does anybody call it nine eleven? What a strange way of quoting something. Isn't that something to do with the way the so-called Illuminati work with their numbers? Yes, they're, they're, um, they use numbers. Numerology is is the basis. Again, I don't understand because I haven't looked into it that far. But well, the, numerology the, the, the is very, of, very important. The beauty of it is because we're just kind of ordinary people in the street, um, and we, you know, we're not we're not necessarily 
that good on the research side of things. And and the the thing is, there are people out there who maybe do, can help us who do understand. this. Well, there are people who specialise in looking at you know, for example, Illuminati number numberology or numerology, and they'll have you know books and 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 videos and stuff like that again out there on the internet breaking all this stuff down and to be honest i would rather than trying to talk about it and figure it out myself i would rather uh rely on these guys research to kind of you know tell me about it because i, I could waste an entire lifetime trying to figure it out i still you, wouldn't get my head around it that's the whole thing isn't it i mean education is you do have to pick really where you're going to go if mm. you're going to educate yourself on that as we're at the moment asking lots of questions because we you know lots and lots of different things um leading to one thing really i suppose and that is the top the top of the pyramid mm. <laughs> whoever's at the top and controlling all the bits down um and we're all getting dragged into it and we're all part of it we're part of the so-called experiment or whatever it is they're doing mm. um and at the top i think that that's that's the basis who's at the top and why <laughs> and what and you know all the questions that go with that what are they trying to do what is the ultimate achievement that they're looking for and why don't we know about it? Mm. These why are very good I mean, questions. More, more, we could help them <laughs> if we knew about it, perhaps. Or is it something sinister that we don't need to know about um, because we would stop them? Mm. Because well, it is bad. I got a feeling it might be the latter. Mm. I know there's the talk about um, population reduction and stuff like that. Um, so, but I think we should cover that in another podcast. So, shall we wind this one up? Sounds good to me. Okay, it's been, what, 39 minutes. So I think what we'll do is we'll knock this one on the head today. We'll uh, put this one out there. And uh, to be honest, th this is our first podcast. We're not really sure where we're going or what we're doing. As, so as we're... you can see, it started off with chemtrails and went <laughs> all around the houses. <laughs> um, but if there's anything there that, that you can help us with or, you know, you're curious about, Please get in touch. I am looking into getting um, some sort of a system where um, I can record Skype conversations. I've got a little speaker that I can put by the microphone with a, with a live Skype um, well, thing. Good. So you can join we, in. We, yeah. can, we can have other people on the, on the show as well. Yeah. But um, for now, this is just, um, we basically put this podcast together, see how it, how it went. Uh, literally sat down across the table with a microphone. And um, we're hoping to do more of this, but focusing in on, you Some know, more subjects. specific subjects. So we would very, very much appreciate your feedback. Um, please go to uh, openmindradio.com and there's a contact form on there. Just, just you know, any, any thoughts, any feedbacks, any ideas, we'd love to hear from you. And, um, and hopefully we'll be doing this again very, soon. very soon. Okay, that's it. We're going to call it a day. Thanks for listening. This is Rick signing off. This is Jan signing off. Have a great rest of the day and we will catch up with you in our next podcast. Take care. Goodbye.